Yes, we can. Comic book crisis. Hello, everybody. I said comic book crisis, not Cape Crisis, the name oh, of this yeah. show. This is Cape Crisis issue 31. Uh, broadcasting professional Henry Gilbert on the mics. Yeah, that's right. Hi, everybody. I'm Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Oh, you get that one right every time. Thank you, folks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And meanwhile, uh, you don't even tweet the show. I've had, this... uh, I've had a beer and a half. I'm feeling a little frisky. I would like to find out what a comic book crisis is. You are, um, Terrible situation. I think we're going to find it soon once the company that prints comic books goes out of business. Yeah, that's true. Who are you? <laughs> You're Chris Santista. Oh, I'm Chris Santista. Hi. Hi. Hey, my I, co-host. I, I thought you were going to do a sketch where we ransack a comic book manager. <laughs> oh, that would have been fun. Okay. Who are you? What uh, are you doing here? I'm Christopher Balloon Comics, sir. Can you please keep down the hostility? Uh, uh, all right. No, that, that, that improv died, and I'm sorry. I it, let that die. No. I, it, Tyler Wild is our special guest. Hello. I'm, I'm an improv expert, actually. But <laughs> yeah, you're, you've been trained in improv. I'm not, I'm do you not. want to say that with less enthusiasm? <laughs> I'm an improv um, expert. Yeah, I'm an expert. You see how good I was right <laughs> there? That good. was acting. What? Mm-hmm. I'm an expert at conversation. <laughs> that was good. Mm-hmm. That yes. was a good joke we made for the listeners. It's just going <laughs> to confuse the hell. Uh, well, you were supposed to engage me. So, oh, guys, so was it was a great joke in L.A. stories. Like, you're ta- uh, she's taking a college class in conversation. Oh, you're taking a class in conversation. Yes. Uh, What a snob in your L.A. stories L.A. stories, the best Steve Martin movie of all time Come on Hey, Don't be a jerk, Chris Jerk's wonderful L.A. story is gorgeous Uh, If you say so God, it might be a little off topic this week Go ahead I'm so tired Why are you tired, Hank? It's been a long week Just a lot of work Last time you had a short week What? Last time you had a short week Uh, I went to Japan Last time I need to take a couple days off, but this isn't the time to do that in my industry. How do you take a couple days off in the busiest time in your industry, and in my case, when you've only been there for uh, two months? I don't know. I'm taking (laughs) a couple days off off. this week, Mm -hmm. Uh, even though it's busy, because I said screw it. Yeah? I should do that. You need some Tyler time? Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Guys, but but we should be just excited. I think I'm also just tired from being excited last night. Uh Uh-oh. At the re-election of Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> so, hello, hooray, uh, uh, hooray. The, Most people don't bring up his middle name in excited context. <laughs> oh, Hussein, 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 you did it. Hooray, I have to admit, I am I'm happy, you're satisfied. Uh, I don't vote, and I don't yeah, care who failure. the... I don't care the fucking president is, and like I the mean, reason I came close to caring is because that maniac Romney like almost got uh, got elected by a small small margin. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, don't. Give, I mean, Obama has the whole cult of personality thing. I like the dude, mm-hmm. um, like the way he talks. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a perfect human being who can do no wrong and no, has done it's, everything it's not, correctly. It's not and, bad. It's just that, like it's, it's just what I feared when he was elected, which who I when I also didn't vote for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been known to throw my vote away on Ralph Nader. Um, mm-hmm. Good old Nader. Eh, you could have thrown it away on Roseanne Barr this year. Uh, if I had known she was running, I was paying that little attention. Jesus I would have totally voted for Roseanne I Barr. I knew she was running, but then I stopped paying attention. And then 
when I got my ballot and then saw Roseanne Barr there, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. You know who her running mate was? No. Second Becky. Second Becky? Mm -hmm. No, that's not Mm -hmm. true. Roseanne Barr running? That can't be true. Oh, both made Roseanne jokes. Oh, that's good. You made a fat joke though. Yeah, yeah. I went, I went there because it was easy. Uh, So it was, but uh, so I started the day yesterday tense. I was like, God, who? It was. It's just so close. You never know. And so once finally the reality was starting to set in that that Obama was going to win, like I could finally not just relax, like but. Start feeling tentative feelings of like excitement uh, about it. I, n- I never thought for a second that Obama was not going to be reelected because mm-hmm. Mitt Romney had gone around. And I'm please, people, I know you hate it. We talk about politics and this and that, but like I am feel I'm completely objective. I am I'm an alien observer who had no inkling to participate. <laughs> Mitt Romney wa- walked around like a fucking idiot. Made himself look like a fool in front of the whole country on like numerous occasions. One time took advantage of Barack Obama when he was tired in the debate. And the rest <laughs> of the time came off like a rich kid, know-nothing dipshit who has no business running the country. Again, didn't vote, won't mm-hmm. vote, don't care. But he was, you know, he seemed like just those those guys that are rich enough and influential enough to get to be run to run up uh for president but don't actually do anything why do you vote a rich man in all is it because you he supports the myth you believe the american myth you well, believe no, it's in that he can afford to fool you like he can buy all the right people to make the right campaign ads uh, and- i mean i think you're born a uh, a politician i mean it happens before you're born that your parents have the connections and yeah. such that you grow up to eventually be a politician it's not learned it's taught uh, it's. I think it's genetic. Uh, but I mean, uh, he's. I don't know. He's a guy who was moderate, or fairly moderate. Mm-hmm. Well, to be yeah, ago. to and, be governor of Massachusetts, even if you're a Republican, you've got to and, be and to of sort moderate. of watch him take on the uh, conservative uh, yeah. platform was was kind of disappointing. And then it didn't oh, yeah. fit. It like didn't just fit he threw him. his teeth. Yeah. Oh, the gays marrying. The Bible, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is that what you guys want to hear? Yeah, By the way, we won't take away your guns, and then you guys throw your hats in the air like it's a fucking cartoon. Yeehaw! And meanwhile, Obama's been quite lax on gun laws, and so the constant, like, it's I'm going to stock up on ammo so that mm-hmm. I don't, well, Obama hasn't issue, taken away any gun rights. For, so. for conservatives, that is, um, the, I think the number one reason why people vote conservative. Guns? Yeah, like that's not that's not me speculating. That's something that's an actual. I don't know. Fact. Abortion's a strong wedge issue too. No, because like no, I mean, nobody has ever attacked. Nobody. Mitt Romney doesn't go after Obama's stance on abortion. He mm. speaks of abortion as if uh, I can't help it. Like he does. He doesn't go after that. He he will go after Obama on gun laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no. Nope. Well, that was another thing I didn't like about Romney that he was. He was all too happy to, like, he wouldn't tell people to be racist or to say racist things about the president, mm-hmm. but he was all too happy to get racist votes, like, he, <laughs> or he wouldn't preclude them from doing racist shit or making assumptions like, this Kenyan-born black person going to tell me what to do? Are you talking about my bumper sticker that says, yeah. uh, don't blame me, I voted for an American? <laughs> yes. Good. I would have liked to see both candidates come out and... I guess defend their opponent a little bit because Barack Obama also got to come out and said, "Look, Mitt Romney's not racist. Stop saying that." Because yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, every and he's uh, not a dog torturer, Hank. We 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 are all it's a bad story. Like 
we're just as bad um, as conservatives. We don't see it because we're a part of it. But like, assuming, no, no, no. Assuming I, that all conservatives are racist bigots is not. I swear, fair. I'm, I'm, I'm objective, but then up into the point like where my views say: if you made a hundred million dollars, you fucked over a lot of people. Do not know how most American live, Americans live, and do not have any business making decisions based on my interests. Yeah, and it was pretty funny when you started like just kind of trying to make up how his upbringing was you know it was tough yeah. at the time and then you, I, I am not a never. racist liberal democrat I am a I may be a classist I may be a class I'll, I'll cop to that and yeah, like people enough. with money don't trust you I don't trust you don't trust you anybody what did, what did you say like like Mitt Romney trying to relate to the common man what were you well, yeah he would he would go on these shows that were these uh, conservative talk shows that they'd they they want him to do good. They're not trying to get him. But mm. they ask him like, "Oh, what do you think is about this baseball team? What do you think about NASCAR?" And his response would just be, "Well, that ba- this uh, I was talking with the owners of some baseball teams recently, <laughs> or I, I talked to the owner of this NASCAR team, like yeah. at a creepy white tie luncheon just yeah. the other day." On <laughs> no, I don't think uh, yacht. I I don't think Romney was. I didn't, I didn't think Romney was racist or or even no. a homophobe. I don't even think he's, he's I, a bad dude. But much like John McCain in 2008, he had to bow to those goofballs uh, on the fringes of but, the Republican Party. Well, they're not, it's not the fringe anymore. The Republican exactly. Party, at its core, has is a fringe. This incredible conservative. Like that's why they're not winning elections, is because they've gone off the deep end. They went hard. They went hard. they interpreted what Obama was. It's like, well, we just need to do the total opposite. Yeah. So therefore, therefore, people hate him, but not a lot of people hate I him. I think what people really want is a moderate. Like, that's yeah. what Republicans, normal Republicans, I don't think not a, a lot of Republicans slam Clinton's tenure. He was yeah. a decent moderate. Well, it was also he got his dick say- sucks. Anything else you want to say bad about Clinton? No? Okay, good. Well, it was Definitely. also that the Republicans, like, in power... Most of them spent the last four years trying to prevent Obama from doing anything, mm-hmm. like from accomplishing anything. And what was the point of that? Like, it was the point of it was to not get him elected, but he still got elected. So you just wasted, like, you just wasted billions. time. Millions, Mil- billions, millions. Oh, billions. Uh, the money made to uh, given to fund Romney's campaign could have uh, doubled the middle class. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we're, we're, we're going to get. And hate mail from, from like the, one, the one or two conservative. Uh, but but I, just, grow I just up, grow a pair. No, I just want to say objectively, like uh, I don't care who Romney is. Like the conservative platform uh, supports amending the Constitution to ban gay marriage, which I think is just amending mm-hmm. the Constitution with bigotry. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't support women's rights. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to build more war machines that we don't need, well, and well, who's claimed the, Iron Man three? Yeah. Exactly. We already got Iron Man too. I'm giving myself an achievement. And he and Romney spent the whole campaign claiming that all of this uh, and reducing taxes for the rich Mm -hmm. was going to reduce the deficit, and that's logically not a possibility. Even statistically and historically, wrong. That doesn't work. Wrong, wrong, wrong. And it doesn't. So, so just like you know, it doesn't doesn't have to be about who's the biggest douchebag. I think just objectively, his Mm -hmm. platform didn't make any sense. And I'll say this to offend other people: the number one, I take it back. The number one people reason people vote conservative um, is because their parents are conservative and they don't care to look into politics. (laughs) And I don't either, so I'm not judging you that much, Mm -hmm. but like I I have much less of a tolerance for people who want to take things away from people they've never met. 
than people who are willing to give everything else a shot. Yeah, it's pretty funny on that note because I remember, like, you know, I grew up in obviously a liberal household, and I turned out this in way in Canada of all uh, places. Well, I, didn't, I grew up here mostly, well, I, but um, in the oil fields of Guelph. Yeah, I I was working in the oil fields as a five year old. Um, that's how I lost my finger, but. Uh, yeah, I, I my cousin is like I think she's like seventeen or something. Mm-hmm. Her parents are, are really conservative, so she is. We so she is, and we always kind of like I jokingly like I mock her and <laughs> fight with her on like Facebook and Twitter mm-hmm. because she's at the age where she wants to get involved. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. not going to hurt her feelings. She just wants to like. But but it's, but I said like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get gay married just to mess with you. <laughs> And she's all like, "Ah, cousin, I love the gays." And I'm like, well, "Why do you keep tweeting Romney, um, yeah. Romney Ryan?" And she's like, "I said he supports an amendment to ban gay marriage, an amendment to the Constitution. That's kind of yes. a big deal. Uh, amending the Constitution." And she's like, "Well, you, you know, you you win some, you lose some. How, how do <laughs> that you? How do you have too like, big an issue? <laughs> right? But see, you can't explain that to um, to a teenager." I, whose, whose parents are conservative yeah. and who's been told to. I do. Th- well, the, that's what college is for, you know. Mm-hmm. Experimenting? A, you experiment? No, no they, I'm not. No, you see other viewpoints? Un- uh, I, thought, I thought Chris was implying she would experiment with other girls and realize that she was a lesbian. It's possible. But, but uh, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, I. That's what moving out of somewhere rural into a populated area does to you. Yeah. You're that's, ar- yeah, around other people and you have to when accept When you them. look at that, that's the thing. When you look at the election map, they and you I see all this red, but it's under po- – it's not Look at all that pop- red. Romney won. Hank. All these underpopulated areas while the concentration of people in America yes. are in major cities. And for some reason, those mo- almost always go blue. Go blue. Or, or, I mean, from my respect, as someone who's not affiliated with any party, makes you more empathetic and compassionate yeah. and, and more interested in the needs of others who aren't you mm-hmm. and makes you less susceptible to fear-based shit over things you've never seen or experienced. Yes. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I, I don't know. Like, when you have to be around Asian people as much as we are, <laughs> you just learn to like them. <laughs> no, I've that actually learned racist. To, if they uh, if they don't stop getting off the train, <laughs> like it, like, yeah, learn what a line is. I mean, yeah, seriously, like it's like it's Black Friday every goddamn day. Like, one, like can I get, at least get off first before you <laughs> shove your way in a train with five people? What the fuck is wrong with you? See, but this is exactly the kind of discussion Asians. that makes us liberals <laughs> because we we can joke with each other because we all live in the city and we can make. I don't know when you've never seen a homeless person and you yes. don't know what they look like versus mm-hmm. there's one on your doorstep every day looking terrible. No, this, this, well, start- I, I have to say, as a li- like, uh, so we live in like this real. We live in a liberal bubble, especially me. I live in Berkeley. It's like so. Yeah, you're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> no, there. When I got off the BART to go vote, there were literally five smelly hippies in front of me, like <laughs> at the at the BART station. Like, Don't do their cause well. They smelled awful, and they were and they looked like the stereotypical hippies. They have drugs. But I was like, wow, I'm so happy to be here in Berkeley. But then other times, I think, God, I just hate this. Makes me. You're all such cliches and just such <laughs> or also they're like they're I think their kids are the same kind or some of the kids in like Berkeley mm-hmm. I've noticed are the are the same deal as your cousin except turned around where they they grew up under these hippie parents or these so liberal hardcore parents so Pride and Oswald, uh, yeah. exactly perspective yeah. I know the Pride and Oswald is very right by that they they grow up with these idiot hippie parents who have no responsibility 
and then they just shift the other way, like like they they turn against them. Mm. I don't. I do think it. Well, there's one more. That my dad would. My dad would tell. Like, uh, to give you any perspective on where I'm coming from, uh, I was in the middle of the Bush Gore debacle in mm-hmm. the capital of Florida, the disputed state, and from that point until I moved here, absurdly political, very involved. Very tied up in everything, like my stress and interest was way too fucking high and everything, and like too much was tied in. Uh, uh, and then I moved out, and then I moved to San Francisco. I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys are cool. <laughs> I don't have to care about what you do in Ohio or mm-hmm. in Arkansas or in Jacksonville. I moved hey, to a place that was me. It was, I loved it. Ohio was the only state for the past uh, year. <laughs> well, it was last, again this year. They couldn't call it until Ohio. Mm-hmm. Like actually, I think Florida went uh, went blue, didn't it? Uh, by I think a like tiny, 40, 000, teeny margin, forty thousand votes. Mm-hmm. It was so it's close. Probably, again, I'm, I only watch what I watch with you, and like I'm, I don't care. I was not invested. I'm, I have Christmas cartoons to write about people. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Uh, so important things in the world. But my my dad, my, I was getting really irritated. Like I'm, my father and I are having a conversation, and I'm that irritating young level of liberal where mm. I'm yelling at my father even though he agrees with me. <laughs> and then he's like, "Come yeah. on, son, uh, seriously, all this shit works in shifts. It looks like it's bad now. It'll 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 rise and it'll fall and it'll rise and it'll fall. And then and he and I'm looking in my lifetime. There's been Two terms, outside of your Carter and your Bush, uh, Herbert Walker Bush, two years as a conservative, liberal conservative, liberal conservative, liberal. It just goes back and forth. Now the mm. the thing that almost made me want to vote is like I thought Obama was locked because uh, Romney is an idiot and yes. Paul Ryan is a goofed <laughs> and, and I thought I thought he was a, a lock again. Him. All I know about him is that he works out. Uh, and thank God those images exist. Danny's um, a fan of Ayn Rand. And, and Romney's a Mormon. Yes, that's, that's and Tom Morello to hates him. That's like all I know about him. And uh, and I thought it was locked. And I said, like, oh, fuck, this is really close. And, like, I don't want, I don't need Obama to get elected to feel better about myself. But I definitely don't want Romney elected. So maybe I need to vote. But then, like, I'm thinking about the change. You were going to vote for Nader, weren't you? No, well, I, I, I like that because I thought, like, eventually I'll be part of that pool where, like, that party will start to matter. And you do that enough times in your life, and fuck it. Like, everybody yells at you when their candidate loses and thinks it's your fault because you could have gone one way or the other. Because it's a two-party system, mm-hmm. and that's just the way it is. Well, and I hate that. But I, I Look, the two-party system is bullshit. It should be oh, more open than that. But I don't like the defense of, eh, like, oh, God. What I saw on Twitter, which really bothered me during at the start of the day, was, eh, Kang or Kodos, who to pick? Like, no. This is not the same guy. It's not two faces of the same guy. Whoa. They represent very different things. It's not. They, I, I think that's so. Like that's such a safe political stance to take too. They do. Like, and, and again, saying uh, this, everybody's crooked. Like, objective. No, but they are. Say, I, I am behind that. I, everyone. Yes, to get up to yes. to be able to run for president for either party means you you're corrupted an asshole. yourself, and you will be corruptible, you're, and yes. you're suspect. But that but, doesn't mean they're not different. And saying it, they're the same guy is just an excuse to not have an opinion so you mm-hmm. don't have to worry about it. That's true. I, and I try not to get on that level of indifference. I very much am a left-leaning liberal thinker. Uh, mm-hmm. I just don't care about your sports game. 
<laughs> I, I don't care. It doesn't affect me who is president. You, if, but you could have. It doesn't represent me. I don't you care. You could have voted in California for the Proposition 34 to strike down the death penalty, but you mm-hmm. didn't. Like you. I would have liked to have done that. Did that lose? Yeah, lost, yes. So we still have the death penalty? We still have the death penalty. What the fuck is wrong with you savages? You see why? Like, this is the kind of thing that bothers me. Like, the fuck retributional biblical shitheads still need to kill people. Man, you know, if there was a proposition, I would vote for it to get rid of that death penalty. No, I just don't care about the process. I have a process, and that's me talking on a fucking microphone completely uninformed. I don't have to go out there and vote. (laughs) Uninformed. It's the change. But here's the change, Uh, and it has... It has I know less lots to do of people who do that. Most of them are on conservative radio. <laughs> it has less to do with Obama than I think most people will attribute it to. But Romney lost because um, the conservatives appeal to this very, very old base on a certain mm. number of criteria. Well, they guess want what? to appeal to that those people. didn't work. And even mm. even like what do you call it? The socially conservative people, yeah, did not vote privately as conservative. Mm. And when and surveys for years have said that like even conservatives uphold progressive values but publicly do not because they're more ingrained with things like churches and uh, uh elks lodges what do rich people do i don't fucking yeah. know i don't i don't know you <laughs> pretend that you pretend to care about things because you need to be republican you're probably getting a tax cut so therefore all of a sudden you decide well i guess i don't like gay marriage why i went to church once but uh, <laughs> the, the biggest sea change will be that like next four years the republicans will make a much much bigger bigger step to appeal to the middle of the road, which I feel like they went way, way too far I, away from. I don't think they can. Like the, it, they got so far I right think, because I, I of think, the Tea Party and, cr- and yes. crazy Christians. And but the, that was they a, still need crazy. That was Christians. a misinterpreted message. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the majority of people who vote in this country, who are they? Folks, old people, oh, old, old people. people. Yeah. Four years of old people. Down the drain next year. Gone. Good. Good fucking riddance to them. My grandparents are miserable, but those are also people who can't be, who aren't afraid, more media savvy. When you hear, when I hear a politician talk, I'm like, you're not talking to me. Mm-hmm. You're talking to the bored old shithead who, who needs to be talked to like this. <laughs> this doesn't you know, make any sense. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really simple if they want to win in four years. I mean, you just have to look at the map um, and where the electoral votes came from yes. and see that if they went. More moderate, they're not going to lose the red states mm-hmm. because that's still their best choice. And they, and those red, but they're going to earn a couple blue states, and ta-da, they're going to they'll win the election. They just had to go a little more moderate, knowing that the the super conservatives, when they only have two choices mm-hmm. and they only really do, yeah, aren't going to vote for Barack but Obama. Like, they were going to vote for like, Romney. No, even even if Romney said, "I kind of like abortion and gays mm-hmm. are okay," they still would have voted for him because they know they don't have a choice. Yeah. So uh, well, I don't know. I think the Republicans are afraid they'd make the choice of no choice. They wouldn't not vote. That's right. They, they might not vote. I mean, uh, Barack, Possible. O- Barack Obama is the only candidate in my current attitude who has come closest to Texas. swaying me. For, yeah, they'll never win Texas. And that, that we know things like that makes me th- like... Well, and they'll well, we, never win California. It's like, just a stupid so. game. And, like, and to see like that this didn't spark any kind of debate, like... I know who my Republican friends are on Twitter and Facebook because I've befriended a lot of you guys out there. And I went and looked and like, what do you talk? Do you want to talk about anything? Like, I'm not even like this is bullshit or but just say something. You all go away because you're fucking giants lost basically. Like you're your stupid <laughs> team. And then you fucking liberals on Facebook and Twitter were an 
totally obnoxious. Like incredible! I was like, so like excited. The, the I was obnoxious. Media, I will point the yes. social media equivalent equivalent of setting a car on fire outside a Lakers game. It's like <laughs> well, obnoxious. yeah, but there wasn't actual property damage. It just it was nerds tweeting at each other on me, <laughs> and I I was guilty of it until like what the fuck? God, this is what you know. Romney sucks, but like this is so stupid and, and so it's such like mob mentality horseshit. Which if you listen to the show, you know I have a weird thing with. Yeah, I mean, I did feel bad for some of my uh, Republican friends because you know I wouldn't want if if like I was saying before the show if mm-hmm. if if the majority of my friends were Republican, which they're mm-hmm. not, and mm-hmm. Romney won, I wouldn't want to sit there and have to watch everybody I know gloat. You know, yeah. I would leave too. I would be like, God damn it! But I also I also feel bad in the same sense I feel bad a kid who waited up all night for Santa Claus to eat the cookies. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Well, that's, see, I Did had to suffer through true? that in 2004. I spent all 2004 and a lot of 2003, like, doing all this research, being as politically interested as I invested as I ever was. Like, Bush has to get out. It's the end of the world. In my mind, it was, it was pretty much literally the end of the world if Bush was reelected. And when he was reelected, by popular votes, too, which I also didn't want to believe could happen. Because uh, I was listening to Air America, and I wanted to... Oh, <laughs> I was I like, you, they're going to change the, They're going to change everything in Air America, man. Uh, once it was over, I was... It was awful. Like, going to sleep, mm-hmm. thinking, like, thinking, please, I want to wake up, and they somehow won Ohio. Please. And it just wasn't there. I know that pain. I and was, it sucks, we, but you know what? Republicans rubbed it in my face at the time. They were true. dicks about it. Fucking there was a lot of face rubbing. Not all sports fans are conservatives. They were, but these, all conservatives are sports fans. These guys they, were they double will, dicks about. They it. will ride around, honk their horn, and throw yeah. their soda cups at yeah. you. I mean, to be fair, uh, we'll ride around and honk our horns too. But but yeah, I guess I guess I don't feel quite as bad. Kind of looking back and remembering mm-hmm. the Bush supporters. Yeah. Calling us all. Uh, Well, especially, I lived in Florida at the time. Like, it was very heated there. And on top of that, I think I have extra anger because, so we went, I think I've I've probably told this story to our podcast listeners before, but we went on a a family vacation together the day after a cruise. And so, as we're on the cruise boat, my dad is so happy. Oh, thank goodness. Bush stayed in power. Makes me watch Carrie's concession speech, which is the last thing I wanted to see, and then watch uh, Bush's like because we were all stuck in the same room together. Like I should have just left the room, but I uh, just walked around the boat more. But I, I instead That's why just you gotta sat take there. up smoking, Henry. It would have gotten you yeah. right out of there and would have relieved you. I just left on CNN all day, so I had to watch Carrie concede Bush. Uh, celebrate, yeah, that was and then like specials. All like you left the news channel on all day long. Thank goodness this is when Fox News was not available uh, like everywhere. Like CNN was the one that would be available on an international boat. Okay. If it makes you feel any better, um, Kerry was a larger stakeholder in that cruise line than Bush was. <laughs> yeah, look, Kerry wasn't great. He lost because he sucked. Yep. Much like how Mitt Romney sucked, John Kerry sucked. I thought, yeah, I thought that was the conspiracy that like. How did Howard Dean lose? Oh, he screamed that one time. Yeah? Oh, he showed Is that the energy. game we're playing? Yes. Yeah. Obama he wasn't guys. boring enough. Obama was kind of the perfect storm for the Democrats. Like, yeah. he's charismatic. He's, he's, he's a good speaker. Yeah, four years from now, I'm afraid, like, well, who could replace Obama? I have like, no idea. 
It won't be Biden. Roseanne. What? Roseanne. <laughs> Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, will it be Hillary? Hillary is expected to run. Yeah. I don't know. I'd I, see her do that. Of, I haven't. But I don't a, know if she'll win the primary. There hasn't been that many, that much jowls in the White House since Nixon. <laughs> yeah. But uh, speaking uh, of Fox News, man, that was some of the best I watched. I, I television should, ever. Thank you. It you told so me to sit hilarious. down while I was going out for a cigarette. I was just working. Like, you should check this out. And right when I sat down, Carl Rove exploded in denial to where, like, his own yeah. anchor's like, you need to calm the fuck down. That went on for, like, hours where he just, like, refused to accept it. And, and, and even the Fox News guys, like, who mm-hmm. are resigned to this and, and they don't yes. like it, are mm-hmm. saying, like, I'm 99.9% certain. Carl, settle. Everyone yeah. else has called it. We have yes. to on, Carl. And, and the Carl's like, no, th- this we haven't seen everything no, from, from this Republican place and for this Republican. We like, went out and had but a... we haven't seen and his, people's response was, but we haven't seen more people come back from the Democratic areas. I, the, the number, the math doesn't work. Carl. I, I honestly thought he was going to have like that shitty last thirty seconds of a sitcom moment where like I know it's not true because I planned all of this. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to fail. I know it has to because I made it happen. I worked so hard on barring all this because I cut Obama's brake lines. <gasps> <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was also hilarious was because really like bad. the there it was funny enough to see the Republican like the the exclusively white people on on Fox News just have to go Obama's one yep well especially like Ohio like I didn't I was switching between CNN and Fox I wasn't watching MSNBC cuz they're yeah, double would? smug I, I, I they're they're as smug as Fox News I so while CNN is just mm, they have a guy named whatever Wolf. CNN. I prefer okay. John King. CNN was kind of behind, though. Actually, they called it pretty late. Yeah, they they were taking their time, but so they weren't calling Ohio, and they switched to Fox News, and that's when they call Ohio. And when Fox News, like Fox News, doesn't want to call a state for Obama if they're if they can't help it. So if they call Ohio for Obama, which they know is the he's end, <laughs> that means it's over. And so, like when they announced it, they're like, "We have a projection. Obama is one Ohio." That's uh, that's it, huh? That's it. Yep. <laughs> and Carl Rove refused to. Do, and it was also just funny the power, the power he he wielded oh, to be yeah. able to like. Oh, they didn't cut away, and he could keep yelling even when he was off camera. Yeah. And they would have to go back to him. The anchors would like turn around, like Carl, shut the fuck up. And this he would live television, Carl. And please. he wouldn't. And, and, and like, and to appease him, like that woman got up from like it, one of the had a cigarette. And yeah. it came back from commercial. A woman got up. The woman anchor. Mm-hmm. The cameras followed her. She was not talking. I'm like, what, what are Fox we seeing? Blondes. And she's like, look, we're gonna go back and talk to these guys because Carl doesn't believe us. Uh-huh. Like, I think hijacked yeah. the newscast. She went like down into the basement. Yeah. To like, well, to I her. have to get up and walk this way. Uh, yeah, to talk to the smelly guys. Yeah, the the yeah. the un the untelevision pretty people. Yes. I think the I think the unfuckables, the, I believe. They uh, the, I mean, you, you guys, I'm sure saw uh, uh, Donald Trump's Twitter meltdown. Ugh, yeah, but the ultimate vindication for me was when uh, the Republicans thought that Romney had the popular vote mm-hmm. and had lost the electoral mm-hmm. vote, and are just like, God, oh, you know, and and, and no Trump was going irony. going crazy about how the electoral uh, system is flawed and. Did we all forget about Al Gore winning the popular They like vote? to pretend, well, especially Karl Rove, like, he, well, he wasn't saying that, but 
for him, I feel like they were just that close to start. Insin- they were insinuating that on Fox News. I was like, how funny the shoes on number number one. Obama didn't lose the popular vote, but when it looked like it for a second, they actually went there. They actually went yeah. there. Like, man, can you believe that? They also went there saying, like, man, Obama went so negative. Like, did he? Did he go that <laughs> negative? Compared I'll, I'll to who? You guys? You like, guys? That's that's you know? that shit they put John Kerry through. Who I. Not a John Kerry fan, but the shit they put that guy through, go mm-hmm. fuck yourselves. You want to go too negative. Yeah. Never said that about and, him. But I mean, I do think the Electoral College is horribly yeah. flawed, and I've thought that it's since outdated, before Gore. It's an outdated system. I still think that, but it's not like I'm like, no, come on, guys. He won. He won. And then a few years mm-hmm. later, when it you know happens in reverse, this is, fl- let's revolt. Yeah. No, it has, it is a flawed system. Like, if it was just based on popular vote... Then the candidates would have to go everywhere in America instead of just Ohio and Florida in one other place. Hey, how about uh, that old Puerto Rico could be a 51st state? Yeah, so has they, to be approved. Really they voted the that they, they voted that they would like to be a 51st There's state. There's like right? a someone made a circular design that kind of so works. So would Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I wonder if it would happen. Uh, oh, and one other. Uh-oh. Uh, thing about the election. Linda McMahon lost her Senate run the second time. She, uh, Vince McMahon's wife? No! Yeah. Did you not know that? No! Uh-huh. She and Roseanne should get together for brunch. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Since 2008, Linda McMahon, former CEO of WWF, WWE. <laughs> She's clearly qualified. She divested herself of that and decided that she really wanted to be a Senate woman. A senator. That seems like a nice, quiet job. Me with no work experience could just sit around. Well, no, she she actually does have work. She ran. She was the president of Texas. I forget. I forget that Vince McMahon, in addition to being a huge, hilarious character on his program, Mm -hmm. his whole family and himself do run the company and are heavily involved. He's the he's the richest carny in the world. Yes, but the. what? So she decided way. she wanted to be a senator a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And so she spent $90 million of her personal uh, fortune over two different uh, terms or two different elections to try and be the like she won the Republican primaries, but she just could not beat the beat the Democrat in Connecticut both years. It's a really good like daily show joke because I know like the equal time laws like if they wanted mm-hmm. to promote it on WWE they'd have to like oh, get yeah. a heel in there to promote her candidate. <laughs> oh but I want to take guns away. <laughs> Nothing doing brother. Yeah so they have that to. That would be amazing. <laughs> if that you well, can't see me. What am I? Less that, taxes. That also explains why like um, their, their, their show has been like PG for the last couple of years because they don't want to embarrass her anymore with dirty stuff. And so, She's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They can always pull out that that stuff that she did just five years or seven years ago. Her daughter was raped and married by Triple H for her ratings. Yes. No, they, it was a trick. You didn't see it. They oh, only yeah, pretended right. that that happened to oh. swerve Vince. So, see, she was just pretending right, to be it. raped Wait, to trick her father. Wanted to go back the to Republicans know all about talking about rape. They Wait, love it, what? especially right leading up to the what election. Did, a bunch yeah. of them came out and really helped Romney by uh, It was hilarious that, yeah, it was hilarious. Just watching that chain of events, I'm like, guys, you know one of you is running for president right now. Don't say that word. 
Just don't. Yeah. And then. Speaking of the R word. Wait. Are you no, I also want to say it was funny seeing Ann Coulter. Like, even oh, she finally, once it was over, she's like, God, the we, uh, uh, what was it? Romney won Michigan, but Todd Aiken lost because he was too stupid to get out and let just another Republican get in there. He just refused to do it after. That what it was. He should have quit after legitimate rape. Is Once you said that, you should not. Uh, your yeah. your career is over then. Like, uh, I, that just needed to point this out, and I can't really tweet as free women as I used to. But Donald Trump, which got a lot of press, his Twitter got. Mm-hmm. You cannot be an undeserved billionaire and then demand a revolution. Yes, because we will come for you. You're asking for the we will very come for wrong you first. Yeah, sorry. We will come for you first. Not your personal army uh, going. <laughs> Do you really think they'll come the- for me in this place with my name all over it? <laughs> what? I didn't mean this kind of revolution. I yeah. meant against. Was that a treason? What did you act mean? for him for asking that? He should really look up every every revolution that's ever happened. The rich have never come out on top in that situation. Donald Trump deserves nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Also, and, we still, what, and we're giving him attention now. Yeah, we today. are. Wait, I, is, I saw a good suggestion on Twitter character. that they should do uh, instead instead of just a plain retweet, mm-hmm. you should have a sarcastic retweet button right next to it. So that way, uh, when people would see they got all these retweets, they'd know where they were sarcastic, and they wouldn't think they were actually you know, popular. There are a couple of people I follow. Some of my favorite people, uh, John Henry uh, and comic right yeah i can't remember all of them but you know one of their favorite things to do is just to find the most horrible shit on twitter and retweet mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. so during the election my feed was just full of people threatening to assassinate the president and wow. and, and just yeah saying, i saw know, a, uh, are you in collusion at that point n words etc uh, uh, i saw a good one from at fart uh, he retweeted <laughs> yeah well that's a, he guy. retweeted a bunch of good ones too that were like uh my dad's so angry right now my dad threw the t- remote at the TV. My dad is screaming in the other hotel room. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he was doing the my dad is uh, angry stuff. That's that's him. That's uh, at fart is uh, uh, John Henry. We should go to break. I would like to say that all of this speech was brought to you by the comic Political Power on sale at Comicsology right now. Uh, that was all a transcript and part of the comic book program. That's right. And when we get back, we'll talk more about politics, oh. political comics. I mean. Hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, putting up with us this week in Cape Crisis. I appreciate all the listeners. Seriously, I know that, uh, you know, we get uh, pretty liberal on this one. And if you're not a fan of that, you know, I, I apologize. But uh, I, I want you to enjoy no matter how you how you would vote. But anyway, I, I just want to say thank you very much for listening. This is the usual break spiel. If you really love Laser Time podcasts, including Cape Crisis, but also our sister shows, Laser Time, and VG Empire, then please, please give us your uh, support to keep the show free. We've got the donate button on the left side of the webpage at lasertimepodcast.com where you can give us some money through PayPal. There's also a t-shirt store. You can buy t-shirts right up there. Give us a little money that way. 
Or if you're just buying things at Amazon, it is starting to be the holiday season when it's time to buy stuff off Amazon. On the right side of the screen, there's links to a bunch of uh, DVDs, video games, and comic books that you can buy off Amazon. But you don't even have to buy any of that stuff we're suggesting. Just click on one of those links, and whatever you buy on Amazon, after clicking on that link in that same tab, will go to us. Uh, a, a tiny sliver of that will go to us, and it really helps us out. Uh, so, you know, don't forget, when you're doing your holiday shopping... If you're doing it off Amazon, please, please don't forget to go through the Cape Crisis link just to help us out. It costs nothing extra to you. Also, if you are downloading this on iTunes or Zoom Marketplace, or I suppose they're changing the name of that soon. But however you're downloading us, if you're subscribing, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And if you uh, can and haven't yet, please give us a review on iTunes and Zoom. It really helps our standing. A five-star review, written review, really helps us out in the rankings. So please, please do that. And now, for the last part, Hank's Corner, pick of the week of a comic book. You know what? I think I've done it before, but this this week kind of calls for it. I am going to go with the Captain America uh, comics by Ed Brubaker, starting with the Winter Soldier storyline. Now, Captain America, Ed Brubaker is a more le- uh, left-leaning writer, but I feel that he writes a very centrist Captain America, one that re- is just out to protect America and work for it, uh, and work for the people, not to tell them what to do. It's it's a really great patriotic book, but set in a true, you know, post 9-11 landscape. Like, it's, it's, it's an amazing book. He just finished his run, which is a great excuse to start reading it. I, I can't, uh, you know, suggest Brubaker's run Captain America enough, especially the start, the Winter Soldier storyline. Really great. You'll see links to that on the site, on the page for Cape Crisis, episode 32 on lasertimepodcast.com. It'll be right there for you, so please pick that up in any other comic books you might be getting. All right, so... Now, back to the show. Avengers Assemble! Where you think you're going, baby? Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. But here's my number. So call me. Maybe it's hard to look right at you. Hey, but here's my number. So call me. Maybe. Hey, welcome back. It's part two of Politics Talk, our new podcast about politics. Uh, That was from Power. Yeah, sorry guys. Uh, I apologize for the first half. Well, I don't totally apologize for another four years. Yeah, look, it was been four years. It just happened. I needed to talk. It needed to be talked about. Now we can just get back to Christmas time, uh, thinking about things. Doesn't have to be about who you voted for anymore. Yeah, uh, but guys, except for your question of the week. Yes, well, well last I, week's question of the week. Question was answered, of the week: Who did you vote for? Le, no, no. Last <laughs> week's last week's question of the week was actually answered in laser on Laser Time. Uh, if you didn't listen to it, listen and see if your call made the air. Yeah, that's right. Last week we uh, ooh gingerbread Oreos are on sale. Anyway, yeah, last week we. Uh, we just couldn't shut up about another uh, current event, which was Star Wars. Da, 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 I'm da. glad things are exciting and, to be a part of again. Uh, <laughs> so for now, for a while. it had been pretty boring. Halo Four is coming out. So yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I I'm still I still want to play. I'm definitely going no, to play the, Halo I was, Four. I have to say the reviews. I was. 
good for good on three four three for like. I think they've they had a lot of really sh- screwed it up. A lot of shitty Halo games, yeah. including Anniversary, and uh, I could not believe people were that excited about a four, a fourth entry into a game in this generation. You know what? I couldn't believe hmm. that they're not, they're not going to port it to PC. Well, I could believe that. Well, I knew that's that. pretty oh, believable. They, they did say no. They did, but well, I think three didn't come to PC. I think it's a little unbelievable. Like they. They they're keeping an Xbox exclusive to try to sell hardware. It's a little bit late in the console cycle to do that. Yeah. Meanwhile, they just launched Windows 8, yeah. and they could yes. have made it this big Halo 4 yeah, only on Xbox and, and Windows 8. Why but, would Microsoft want Windows 8 to succeed? Yeah. Oh, you want to know why? Because I believe its uh, content restrictions uh, will not allow Halo to be sold. <laughs> oh, that's uh, possible. Yeah. Anyway, about comic books. Ah. I did Halo wanna, 4 was on Halo was on sale this week Just so that we could uh, have a couple of comic book links on the actual page I didn't want to say this week I read uh, There was a new Viz collection mm-hmm. Viz Masterworks collection Of all the Nausicaa series The complete oh. Nausicaa comic book Which was drawn by Hayao Miyazaki Before he found a Ghibli oh. Like he uh, Hayao Miyazaki no. like worked within the uh, you know the standard anime system on all these other properties that weren't his, and he really wanted to make a film all his own. So even though he was an accomplished director, he left that and became a manga artist just to start working on a manga that he could eventually make into the a film. And after he did Nausicaa, that was that. Like he was Which like is a wonderful uh, film, a very for the and, for the medium a a uh, 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 a complicated tale of war. Excuse me. But uh, yeah, I agree. And also the but the fi- if you liked the film, the comic continues past oh, the yeah. film. That's right. The, it does not end with the movie. So definitely pick it. Well, it's uh, I think it's about forty dollars, but it's totally worth it. It's a giant collection. Like I haven't been excited for a manga in a long time. I really like this one, especially because it's printed full size. It's not the little books ooh, size. It's ooh. it's full co- like magazine page. I like size. the little books. The little books are nice, and they're definitely more. That's another one of those many things like when you get to Japan, you go like, oh, I get it. When you see someone on the train reading one-handed while holding up their hand, the other thing, like, of course, those little uh, Tokuban-sized books, as they're called, they're perfect. They're perfect for Japanese lifestyle. And they they fit into their, like, uh, very thin leather messenger bags that that they all seem to carry. Who knows what will be next year? Kangaroo pouches. Yeah, who knows? Donald Duck cell phone You're making me want to read manga, though. I I don't know. Do it. Has it been a while? It's been, well, yeah, since like junior high. Do it. What are you holding out for? Nausicaa's worth it. I don't know. What the fuck are you doing with your time you can't read manga? I kept trying to like get get back into it, and I'm like, this is like, there's like, they have five character archetypes in Japan, apparently. (laughs) Yes, yes, they do. And and, uh, I guess I just kind of got burnt out on reading the same stories. Though another good one is Bakugan 2, not Bakuman, a kid's series. Please. Come on. Bakugan (laughs) is a series. Any, anyone you know, who mixes those up probably voted for to wrong. Be honest, am I right? To be honest, I might be getting this backwards. But <laughs> <laughs> might the, be. the point is, uh, Bakuman slash Gone, whichever one it is, is a really great series uh, by the creator of Death Note. That's about um, yeah, a manga cool. creator about about actual kids like uh, getting into the manga industry. It's a really great cool. book. I like that's it cool. a lot. I, I uh, and oh, also a oh, suggestion sorry, from Shane uh, Shane Patterson to me over Patterson? Twitter. Yeah, Shane Patterpon, our old buddy, mm-hmm. he uh, brought up one of my favorite books called *The Wandering Life*, uh, a manga, which is 
written by this uh, uh, God, his name escapes me right now, but the this artist who had who had basically he, he well he isn't internationally famous, but he had been working in the industry from now uh, starting in 1950. Whoa! Like so till now, yeah, uh, from 1950 till now, and it's this amazing history of it's the history of manga wow. post war in wow. Japan. Like it's it's oh. really interesting. Cool. Uh, so yeah, I, do you guys have one a couple quick hits of what you? I did, I did, and I just wanted to say that because like uh, I've been paying a lot of attention to Facebook this week. Obviously, uh, Julian, I don't, uh, I don't remember your um, how to pronounce your last name, but I saw that you posted a picture of uh, Grant Morrison's Happy that mm-hmm. immediately made me go read it. And uh, I have thank you for that. Yeah, there's only two that. issues at the moment, but like it was at first. I'm like. Okay, I'll keep up with this. This is needlessly filthy. I love like, Graham Morrison. The first picture is like guys talking about what the fucking fuck. In like on the side left hand panel is a homeless man throwing up with a dog peeing on him with a cartoon smile on his face. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. I'll take that. And I read the uh, new Deadpool. I really. It came out today. I haven't read it yet, but it's written co-written by Brian Posehn, funny is, comedian. And I don't know who wrote it, but like I was on the train reading it, and the line. Uh, it's written by it's written by Brian Posehn and Jerry Dugan. Yeah, and at the end, there's a letter from Deadpool who describes them both physically to look uh, as if MythBusters was doing an episode on Orson Welles' death. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Thank you, guys. Uh, Tyler, you've been reading tons. Oh, of and I believe in the, the new Deadpool, Patton Oswalt makes an appearance. As, oh. I think is his. Um, what's what's the big fan character oh, that's makes awesome. a vague appearance disliking what he's seeing anything Tyler Me, uh, no I've been following Garfield on Twitter <laughs> Atta boy. Uh he's he's using more hashtags Does he flip flopped on Mondays each, he hasn't flip flopped <laughs> but he, but each tweet is like fewer words and more hashtags <laughs> Mondays comics funny Boy lasagna. Stripes. Hat. <laughs> paper. <laughs> All right. Well, so this week's question, last week's question was answered on Laser Time. Mm. So check that out. Check out that episode. But this week's question, what is your favorite political comic book that you've read? And uh, so, Chris, you said you were going to go first. I, d- I did just because I want to say V for Vendetta before anybody else. Uh-huh. But I, I think I have a much, at this point, and I read I read the comic first, but I have a bigger connection with the movie. Mm. And uh, the only thing I want to point out about that, I think the movie is is unbelievably powerful. I love what the Wachowskis did to it. I think it's it's the movie is not timeless, whereas I think the book is. Yeah, the, I think the movie is very centered in the Bush administration. Oh, definitely. Uh, and who I, I hope people don't forget about what a terrible time that was, and mm. and the zeitgeist going on post nine eleven. Don't forget. What being reactionary, how ugly being reactionary looks like. Not, not, not to put it all in Bush and Cheney, but like when how oppressive it could become, how oppressive it when when we're taken advantage of, when our when our vulnerability is taken advantage of. And I think that's V for Vendetta. The movie hits that super hard. And uh, I I also want to say I deeply resent at this point anonymous adopting verbatim things from that book. And they just want to divulge people's passwords online. Like I, that, that is, <laughs> I, I, I sort of get I'm not, it. I'm not a fan. Oh, of you mean the yeah, yeah. yeah. But like the guy fought. It, but I mean, like they unironically remember. Remember the fifth of November. Here's a bunch of PayPal passwords. Like that's not that's not what it fucking means. <laughs> like you you are denying people their civil civil liberties in the name of whatever you consider anarchy. 
mm-hmm. putting on a Guy Fox mask. Fuck you. Please don't attack us. Also, um, Chris, you're, man, I, I think you might even want to just bleep that whole thing. All right, I'm going to bleep out the fu part because I didn't mean that. I'm just that's right in a rash place. Um, um, yeah, you don't. Have, uh, yeah, screw that. Peaceful protest, fine, but like hacking and divulging credit card numbers, I don't understand. Every, every now and then, there's a there's a good cause. Uh, like like oh, going, yeah, no, going absolutely. after Scientology was hilarious sure. and fun. Yeah, uh, going after. But I mean, I, but eventually, I started. I started pitying Scientology. But the, the way they people. seem to go after those people is to hurt the people who utilize those sites, yeah. which I think defeats the message. It's it, it's why that that old axiom of terrorism doesn't work because it makes you look like a shithead because you end up taking that's casualties kind of, actually, for no just, reason. You've just kind of stated my biggest problem with the V for D- Vendetta film is that uh, he's committing an act of terrorism. Yes, and nobody gets hurt. I mean, the he, movies it's the, a, yeah, he blows up that whole building, and it's like, well, it was empty. No, no, well, no yeah, only only in fiction could that happen. And I wish they sort of showed the fact that like his act of rebellion would have hurt people, mm-hmm. would have killed people. Uh, I mean, maybe the movie wanted I to say you have so to well do that. Planned. To hurt people sometimes, mm. but you know it didn't. Also, I think the I think Kai Fox uh, Day mm-hmm. has been very much distorted and uh, well, n- not distorted. People are very confused about it now. I saw people on Twitter like mm-hmm. asking what it was, and people responding, "Dude, haven't you seen V for Vendetta?" No, no, no. He 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 was a real guy. They burn <laughs> they burn mm-hmm. effigies of him on this day. He's not a liked guy. Yeah. Yeah, the, he he was plotting. He, he, it was like it was well, like, also, and Guy Fox was a Catholic extremist, yeah, right? He, he, he was a Catholic extremist. No, there's terrorist. nothing really to like about yeah. Guy Fox in general. No, the day is about celebrating him getting his ass caught and then jumping to his death. Mm-hmm. The day celebrates right. this extremist losing. So it's, I mean, it's yeah. using that imagery is. Interesting, and that's what makes *Be for Vendetta* interesting. Yeah, and that was that was the right choice Alan Moore made in that book. Mm-hmm. I think. But, all right, I'm going to pick one. Is uh, oh, can I my, can I pick one last one? It's yeah, okay. because of you. Yeah. Uh, if I had to pick something that firmly upheld things I can't describe, but that I hold politically valuable, uh, *Invisibles*. *Invisibles*. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. would, would be my um, my favorite political comic though. For real. I love *Invisibles*. Uh, they're their response would be to never vote and to just want to destroy that system in general because they would say it's just another system to control you and to make you think you have choice, which, you know, they're not wrong. They're not totally wrong. But I, don't, yeah. but I, it's, uh, I just love their saying, which is, the, or the slogan, it's, it's, so, it's so easy to follow something when they got a slogan. But in the, in the first storyline, the slogan was, Big Brother is watching. Learn to become invisible. Like mm-hmm. that, uh, I love that saying so much. But uh, well, so one of my favorite uh, uh, political comics is from the last few uh, years. Uh, it actually started, I believe, in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. It was Ex Machina. The uh, oh yes, the series about the by New Brian York Vaughan. mayor. Yeah, by Brian K. Vaughan and. Yeah. Was a oh, uh, wow. it was about a New York mayor. Yeah, sorry, who great. was who was the world's first superhero and was hated and mm-hmm. was was treated like a stupid vigilante that does as equal amounts of damage that he, as he does uh, saving people. Spider Man tick. But then on September 11th, his ability to talk to machines came into came into good mm-hmm. use, and he. 
prevented the second plane from hitting the Twin Towers. So, so he was, and he was already running for mayor. He's immediately immediately elected mayor, and so here he is trying to navigate yes. uh, uh, city politics in the biggest city in the world. So he gets to deal with like small time politics of. Like women wanting to be topless on the streets, mm-hmm. and <laughs> then bigger issues like terrorism in his city, or or um, uh, gay marriage. Like, and it was an interesting thing too because Brian K. Vaughn made his character like a real centrist. Mm-hmm. Like it, uh, it was the the main character, the mayor. Like he he, it was definitely still a left leaning book because Brian K. Vaughn is a left leaning guy, but he played fair with Republicans. He had conservative characters in there who were not morons who were not smart and actually one of my my favorite scenes ever in the book was in the i think it was in the second storyline about gay marriage where he he announces that he's going to be officiating a ceremony uh to to marry these two men and you know all like uh People in the audience are angry about it there's like the head of the Catholic League in the city who talks and then a crazy person jumps up and starts quoting Leviticus and all these things and uh, starts attacking him and takes a shot at him. Mm-hmm. And then the person who knocks out the crazy person was the Catholic dude. Mm-hmm. And like he <laughs> and the priest says after he knocks him out, why do the crazy ones know the quotes the best? I hate that. Like it was yeah. I, I really like that. It was a nice kind of like um, Populist approach mm-hmm. to politics, which I like that. I, that the even though these guys who would disagree with each other, they mm-hmm. would ultimately say, "Well, I wouldn't want anyone to yes. kill you, though. Yes. I disagree with you, but I don't want you dead. Like we can discuss these things." That's what I really liked about it. It was a really good one. The Transmetropolitan also is amazing. You told though, me to buy that, though yeah. it is dated. Is it? It's it's dated not only in the fact that the main character is. Hunter S. Thompson in the future. <laughs> Not literally, but uh, functionally Hunter S. Thompson in the future. This is bad country. But secondly, that um, it's uh, uh, like most things that are political, it's uh, pre-9-11. And it's a very, like, mm. for, for people in our generation at least, that is a very clear, like, watershed moment. It's either... These things were come up before 9-11 where they had very different fears and of the government, particularly of Clinton's government and fears of him lying about a blowjob and stuff. And that's that's really like one of the major moments in that is that that uh, I would say Warren Ellis is a liberal dude, but he was afraid mm-hmm. he was afraid of the power that any president could wield. And just as Clinton did and Clinton, you know, didn't. He covered up things like any president does, and but so, but the the stuff he was the the point he was making about the evils, the corruption, uh, the corrupting influence of power, the points were not the same as he would have made if he was writing that post nine eleven. So uh, it dates it a little. To that fact, like uh, that's what I find fascinating about V for Vendetta is reading that mm-hmm. and watching the movie, and one is very clearly a post nine eleven world, and one is very clearly. Yeah, where nine eleven never existed and is just like a you know well, like a condemnation of like Thatcher era conservatism. Yeah, that's the yeah. It was written dangers of fascism, but the, the amount of parallels you can find. There are definitely parallels between, you can find, and that's why the Wachowskis were smart to 
pick it up. Very but smart. Uh, you, you, somebody disagreed with me. I was we watched Cloud Atlas, and like mm-hmm. I just picked up on like a lot of gay issues. Oh, yeah. And, well, I mean, like whereas I well I had read the book too, uh-huh. and like I didn't those didn't come across. And then all of a sudden, it seemed like when the movie climax, I'm like. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. I, well, it, it. I think it also did have to do. It was. Yeah, I think it was partially Lana Wachowski working through some that's of her issues, but that they did it in Sony's part, which mm. is not. That's not the theme of that story. No, but she was. Uh, well, you mean in the future? But that's soul, where I felt it the soul. most. Where? Um, yeah. Well, well, it was just about. Well, I being have to deny be your own humanity. Um, yeah. At all. I have to be me or I'm not me. Well, no, there were tons of the, – really the message about that – the Cloud Atlas's view on society mm-hmm. to me was that – was negative. It wasn't that society doesn't civilize us or lift us all uh, up together. I think it was – It's society – society holds you back. Society believes in the wrong things and make – like forces you to not be yourself. It, humanity is at odds with civilization. That's mm-hmm. where I took that the whole time. By the way, the end, yeah. to end this political argument, that's a good way to end the political subject matter anyway. Because, mm. seriously, it's capitalism's the problem. I'm bowing out! <laughs> I'm bowing out! But you can't bow out there. There's a lot of problems to solve. Out. We ain't going to have to do a South whole Park is on in three long minutes. Pa- All right. But My Hugo favorite. Weaving, yeah, in the in the movie, if you see Cloud Atlas now, just remember that Hugo There's Weaving... In, Hugo Weaving, oh, in every... In every scene he's in, he represents yeah. the the negative influence, fascism, fascism, totalitarianism, uh, slavery, yeah. uh, and then also, and then in in the uh, in the future, in the farthest flung future scenes, he just represents the voice in your head telling you you're not normal or you need yep. to like this isn't normal, fix this, this doesn't fit. Like it, he, he's a negative influence in every scene, and he usually represents. Like uh, the ruling party of society, so more fa- Hugh Grant is also stuck in that role, which is yeah, that too, yeah, yeah, They're the most negative parts of us, and that oh, love that movie. I want to watch it again. I want to watch it again too. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so this has been Cape Crisis. Uh, so the uh, question of the week: you can what your favorite co- political comic book was. Uh, I know there aren't a lot to choose from. There are still some to pick. But find politics. If you where even you can. like, if you want to talk about Frank Miller's Holy Terror, and if you really like it, <laughs> I want to hear your opinions. Or even three hundred. And I know I've talked negatively about three hundred, but if that's one of your favorite political comics, please tell me why. I'd love and, to hey, read look, about it. Or, 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 or if it's that uh, jolly one from uh, Harper's Weekly, in which Taft oh. is portrayed as being awfully dismissive of the Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, any of those. Well, I think Walking Dead displays a bit of politics or what we get like when mm-hmm. what happens to civilization. We try yeah, to- you know, if there was a zombie infestation, you you need guns. You need them. And or, if zombies break out, I would regret not owning guns. But then yeah, again, but if I had a lot of guns, wouldn't I get then, killed by somebody else with more guns to get my These guns? are all questions and more to answer in the forums. Please keep it light. This is the only time I'll ever encourage you to talk in any way about politics. Because most of you who really care on one end or the other are irritating. You really need to know <laughs> that about yourselves. Uh, All right. Well, thank. But thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with us. More comic book talk next week. But now we got this off our chest. Bye. Bye.